Hey everybody! How's it going? I'm Hector. And I'm David. And today on episode, what is this, four? Four, yes, of Second Take, we are going over the movies that excite us and intrigue us that are coming out in 2016. This year. This year. Can you believe it? We're already in 2016. Yep. A year away from another Star Wars. That's how I look at it. You know, I look at it as another year. I'm getting fucking old. Yep. Yep. Um, so, <clears throat> before we get into uh, movies that are coming out this year, let's talk about a little news and other various things. I think we should talk about the biggest thing that's happening around right now, and that's Black Lives... I mean... Oscar Lives Matter. <laughs> Black Lives, Oscar Lives Matter. <laughs> Black Oscar Lives Matter. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, um, so, if you all tuned in for our last episode in which we talked about the Oscar nominations of the year, uh, we talked about, uh, very briefly on how there is no black people that are nominated. And, uh, I don't know, I, I, I notice this every year. Do you know that's true, but there's other people that are nominated. That are diverse. That are not black. That are not black. We have Sorcerer Ronin. And it's it's mainly the four actor categories. If you're not in yeah. that category, you're not black. Yeah, they don't really consider you're, if you are in that black, If you are in that one of those categories, you're not black. Yeah, well, I mean, last year I think it was a little bit more hard-hitting with David Oyelowo and uh, Ava DuVernay. Mm-hmm. But this year uh, is a little different because, like, you look at... Uh, the best actor category uh, is pretty stacked with Brian Cranston, my, Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon's the only one that really doesn't need to be there. He's not. He's a Matt Damon hater. I'm, I'm a Matt Damon hater. He didn't pick us for Project Greenlight. Oh, from uh, purely performance point of view, which I I'm, try to honestly, look at. I'm not a big Matt Damon fan. I did love him in uh, um, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, and that's about it. He's not. He was good in The Martian, but I didn't think while watching that movie that I was watching an Oscar-worthy performance. I, I thought so, honestly. Uh, I thought he had a lot of uh, subtlety to certain aspects, and um, I don't know, I felt like he portrayed Mark Watney really well. I feel like if anybody is... He did a good job, he did, and he was believable, but if anybody were to be removed from that list to put in um, the Creed actor Michael B. Jordan, it would be The Martian to get removed, or Matt... Matt the Martian Damon. Um, Matt the Martian Damon. Because he, I, I, I just, found out something about Matt Damon recently. He's actually from Mars. Nice. I don't, I don't know if you actually know that, but, like, yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a pretty easy performance for him because he, he's been there so often. Um, But, like, it, it it's gotten bad, though. You have to be honest to that point because we do have actresses, especially actresses, that have done really good performance over the last few years. You look at Viola Davis. You go Taraj B. Henson. You even do Jennifer Hudson. They all just moved to TV because they were not getting the recognition. Jennifer Husband, Husband, Hudson already has her Oscar, though. She does, but she, why doesn't she have more? Because she's not that good of an actress. Or why doesn't Okay, Viola I'm sorry. Davis... I, she is a really great actress. It's just, I saw the Nelson Mandela movie that she was in, and I was like, wow, she used to be a really great actress. But, okay, Viola Davis, for instance. Viola She's Davis. kind of like the Meryl... She stole a scene from Meryl Streep She's, in Doubt. She stole a scene from Meryl Streep in Doubt. Uh, yeah. I thought she was going to win. And she should have won. Um, but I don't... I think it was... Um, 
Vicky Cristina Barcelona that won that. Yeah, year. the Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Yeah, and she's she's not white. Well, that's because uh, Latinos you know, have been taking over the Oscars. Let's you know be honest here. You know what it is, and I, I think I don't. I do think that there does need to be more diversity. I always will say that I do agree, but we can't complain if people of color are getting their. And maybe it's maybe it's just maybe people aren't getting nominated because they're black. I'm not like I would. I wanted David Oyelowo to be nominated last uh, year. Yeah, he, he had a potential. Win Although I favored him. Michael Keaton to win the Oscar. Not and you put Bradley made. Cooper. Yeah, last who year? puts? Yeah, Bradley Cooper. That's that's whitewashing right there. Last yeah. year. Yeah, this definitely. year. This year, I think that it's at a little least, bit more great. A, li- a little bit more great because the Oscar nominees, I think, mm, not really including Matt Damon in my statement, but. I feel like they really deserve to be there for the actors. Jennifer Lawrence for the, for the best male actors. <laughs> okay. Jennifer That's... Lawrence, she might have been good in Joy. It's just a, I don't know. We're just tired of that type of character yeah. that she always plays. Yeah. Um. I don't know. At the end of the day, like it's such a slippery slope because you go the way that suddenly it's like, you know, not saying it's affirmative action, but at the, some point it's going to be like feeling like affirmative action. It's just going to be somebody, an African American, is going to get nominated for a performance that they, because they were the best African American performance of the year. See, that, that's what scares me too. Now is that everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we are whitewashing the Oscars. We are." I'm afraid that someone's going to get an Oscar because people are afraid to be called racist. Now. Yeah. You know, so that's also a whole new topic. So I don't, I don't really. It's a, I, it's a I, thin wire. I myself have been on the end of like being called a spick and all a bunch of other words that I understand where all like a lot of these African Americans are talking about about boycotting the Oscars and whatnot. But I think that if you just remove all that and you think to yourself, what can I do to you know? to make a better performance. I read online that someone said that Concussion was just an NFL-funded movie to promote the NFL. So it's like, do we want to vote for that? So that's there's that discussion, you know, at, on, for Concussion. But anyways, <laughs> um, I don't know where I really stand with it because, I'm all, like I said earlier, I'm all for diversity. I'm all of people of color winning something because I'm a person of color. What about as far as Samuel Jackson for the supporting? I, I, Samuel L. Jackson carried Hateful Eight. That's all I will say. Exactly. I do think he probably should have not. Who would he have removed from the category? That's a different Christian story. Bale. Christian, well, see, the thing is. We, we haven't seen the big short. We haven't seen a lot of these movies. So we, like, joining in the discussion, the only people that can really discuss this are the people who've seen all the movies. That yeah, are yeah, I, and, I, and I agree. It's just like last but, year was definitely, like, really rough. Like a, a point that I've said before is a lot of these people that do movies have production people or I don't want to say production people, but people that are behind the scenes in the movies that are members of the Academy that vote for their own movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I, the big short got so many nominations in my opinion. To be honest, that's where I'm at too. But so I think that's also a problem with the Oscars is that people are voting for themselves and that makes sense. I mean, I, mean, I, if I, I was nominated for best yeah, actor, I'd vote for myself. Somebody too. that's running for president is going to vote for themselves. Yeah, like you so, can't expect your own movie not to be voted. For it's it's all by yourself. the process is all rough, and it, it could also just be down to plain statistics. Like if you look at the percentage of African American led movies versus uh, white Amer- or you know white American led movies, I'm sure you're going to find that there is a 
big percentage difference. That, that brings into a discussion that I... This video I saw earlier this morning. Do you remember Aunt Viv? The original Aunt Viv from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. Okay, so she went on video today because Jada Pinkett Smith, Snoop Dogg yesterday or today, um, a couple of other African-American um, actors have gone online and said they were boy- boycotted the Oscars and blah, 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 blah. And Jada Pinkett Smith was one of the most famous people to do it because she was pretty much talking for Will Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Aunt Viv, um, I forget her name. I think her last name's Hubert. But she was like, why aren't you letting your man do the talking, blah, 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 blah. She was like, we have more important things to boycott and focus our attention to than trophies and glamour. Whereas there's people dying outside in our own streets right now are people, Mm -hmm. you know, and which is true. But she also made a good point in saying that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have a production company together where they alienate a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh, yeah. Because they only want to focus on people they want in their movies. And they're very, very hugely picky so, on almost everything they do. Yeah. So, where is that line? You know? Yeah. And she also mentioned something earlier, too, about how um, she and the whole cast got together and talked to Will about getting um, uh, all cast raise. And he told her, and this is from what I read and saw this morning... You have your contract, I have mine. To his wife? No, to... Oh, I thought you said Jada Pinkett. No, 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 the... the oh. The Aunt Viv. Okay. So he told her that. And she was like... Mm. I think I think the biggest... Like, if you really want to solve this problem, or at least get to the heart of it, make more black people movies. Like, African-American prime movies that are Oscar season, Oscar contenders, you know, Oscar bait, even, I'll go as far as saying that. Like, have four Selmas coming out in one year instead of just one. You know? And if you don't get nominated after that, then you have the right to fucking pick at the Oscars, in my opinion. Then you've made a statement that, like, look, these movies are game made. They are getting attention from the Oscars. They're just not getting nominated. Right. Then you could say that there's definitely an issue. But because of last year, I could see it. But because of this year also, it's still very great to me. I think it's such a more bigger deal this year is because it's the second year in a row where that's happened. Yeah. Well, so. And if you look at the year, well, that's year before was 12 Years a Slave. That won. Steve McQueen won an Oscar for Best Picture. You know, uh, Ch- Chidwell Ejiofor got nominated. Lupito, Lupito Nyong'o won. You know, that's, then that's prominently an African-American movie. Yeah, and then last year, freaking Selma won for Best Song. Yeah, so it's 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 a rough situation, and I think I think there just needs to be more discussion on it. I think more importantly, there's people who got snubbed this year that should have gotten nominated, like like Jacob Tremblay from Room, mm-hmm. like uh, Jane Fonda from Youth, like um, Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson from The Hateful Eight, Kurt Russell from The Hateful Eight. Um, who else am I thinking of? Uh, Paul Dano from. Uh, Oh, I forgot. Oh, that, that, uh, with, uh, what's his face? Um, don't remember. But anyways, <laughs> he, like, there's other people that should have gotten nominated, whereas no one cares about Will Smith right now in no. his Scientology ways. But I just kind of want to read something um, from Cheryl Boone Isaacs, the president of the Academy, and she's an African-American woman. I'd like to acknowledge the wonderful work of this year's nominees. While we celebrate their extraordinary achievements, I am both heartbroken and frustrated about the lack of inclusion. 
This is difficult, but important. This is a difficult but important conversation, and it's time for a big for big changes. The academy is taking dramatic steps to alter the makeup of our membership. In the coming days and weeks, we will conduct a review of our membership recruitment in order to bring our much-needed diversity in our 2016 class and beyond. As many of you know, we have implemented changes and diversify to diversify our membership in the last four years. But the change is not coming as fast as we would like. We need to do more, and better, and more quickly. And this isn't this isn't unprecedented for the academy. In the 60s and 70s, it was about recruiting younger members to stay vital and relevant. In 2016, the mandate is inclusion of all its face facets: gender, race, ethnicity, and sexual orientation. We recognize the very real concerns of our community, and so I appreciate all of you who have reached out to me in our effort to move forward together. I don't know. It. I think I feel like that something's getting done about it. It's something's least... getting done about it. I just think I think diversity is always something that we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. But but do we need to do something as negative as like boycotting the Oscars? I don't. I think the only thing that we can do is do. Well, th- that's that's bringing up a point. Is Snoop Dogg watching the Oscars every year? Or is he only not watching the Oscars and making a big deal about it when this happens? Like, like, how many people are saying that they're boycotting? How how many watch it? Because Oscar Oscar viewership has went down all the way up until Ellen did it uh, two years ago. And I don't know. I don't don't see a lot of... Chris Rock is hosting this year. Yeah, and... You know, he's going to make some Black Lives Matter jokes. Oh, yeah, and it's going to be... But it's okay. I don't know. Here's the thing. There's really there's always a conversation for it. There's always something to be done, but the only thing that we can do is do. That's yeah. what I say. Do you? Yeah. And on that note, I mean, if you want to contribute to this conversation, because we're curious what you think, please find us on the internet at www.facebook.com/slash/scripted-reviews. Movie reviews. Uh, movie reviews. I'm sorry. Scripted movie reviews. Uh, or you can reach us on any of our YouTube videos at www.youtube.com slash scripted DHE. And yeah, it's DHE. On, scripted reviews. Oh, scripted reviews. I'm sorry. Try either one. <laughs> it's not DHE. Uh, or you can comment on this video or any other videos that we have. Or, or on yeah, this we're podcast. on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Give us a shout out. Rate us. Um, we're just keeping the conversation going. Um, What's next on the docket, my friend? Uh, well, a few smaller issues of, or things of news. Uh, first of all, Star Wars has reached a new pinnacle of, uh, let me get the exact number out, 1.863 billion worldwide. Um, it's starting to slow down, though. Uh, a lot of analysts are saying that it will not beat Avatar. It might actually stay third worldwide, but at least it got America at first and might even make a billion in America alone. Um, Jessica Jones ordered season two. Super excited, stoked. I'm excited too. I like Jessica Jones, but to be honest, I'm more of a Daredevil fan. Oh, that's totally fine. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, the Martian Manhunter was added to Supergirl on the, uh, I believe it's CBS or Fox or something. Uh, a little tidbit there for those that are excited about the show. I've never, I didn't get into it. I'm more of the Flash and uh, Legends of Tomorrow fan. A new Suicide Suicide Squad posters. There's two new ones up online. Well, there's a bunch. There's actually one for every cast. Oh yeah. Well, there's two main ones with all the cast on there. Okay. 
Um, there's also the first look of Cyborg and Flash in a Justice League poster. And, um... Uh... I think that's it. Oh, Jonah Hex is coming to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. For those of you that like that show. Hmm. Okay, moving on to our main part of the episode where we go over the movies that we are excited for or not excited for. We just want to talk about of 2016. Uh, so let's start off with uh, February because that is next month. We, we'll just skip January because usually it's not the best for movies. I mean, we could talk about 13 Hours well, and the I Fifth Wave. I don't want to watch 13 Hours. That looks stupid. Although the topic is good. I just think anything directed by Michael Bay sucks. Well, yeah. Anything. He's Anyways, not a good director. I think the only movie that I'm looking forward to this this month, which I want to go see, by the way, um, and I'm saying that you should come, and I don't want to hear no, is The Boy. Hmm. The one with the I'm puppet. I'm down to see that. I, I'm kind of into Kung Fu Panda, but, I mean, if I don't see it, it's not the other world. Oh, oh, okay. Um, it's just the, it's, it's just a horror movie, and I love horror movies. It's a scary movie. It's about, um, it reminds me of Night of the Living Dummy from Goosebumps, because everybody loves Goosebumps. Um, and it's on Netflix, by the way. I saw that, and <laughs> Night of the Living Dummy's in there. Anyways, um, but yeah, I want to see that movie, and that's about it. Uh, well, what about next month? We have uh, The Witch coming out February 16th. Oh, yeah. Or we saw that trailer. With, yeah. That looks pretty pretty good. Uh, it's a horror movie. It has a... Uh, it's directed by Ro- uh, Robert Eggers. He... Uh, one second. It won a uh, writer-director at the uh, 2015 Fest. That's what it says on here. Uh, it's said in Puritan England, a devout Christian family has bad luck that leads them to think they have been cursed, but which one of them is to blame? Uh, I don't know. The cinematography looks really cool in it. Yeah, uh, the trailer looks really cool. When the trailer looks good, it gives me hope for the movie. Although, I hate when trailers give you too much of the movie. Like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. <laughs> uh, also in February, February 5th, we have uh, the Coen Brothers' new film, Hail Caesar, starring George Clooney and everybody else in Hollywood. Um, this movie looks cool. Uh, it feels a little bit like the Big Lebowski, which is hopeful. Um, but also, I'm I'm worried that it's like uh, I don't know if it's a February movie and it's the Coen Brothers. I don't know if it feels a little too Big Lebowski for me. It feels a little too. Um, I want to say uh, Burn After Reading kind of it has that feel. I just I hope it's good. Yeah, but it has so the it has all the elements or sorry of Monuments Men it has all of like the feel the feel of it could be like a good movie but also it has all the elements that can make it a bad movie yeah yeah it, it could I mean they do have a a loaded fucking cast everyone from George Clooney to Jonah Hills and that motherfucker so I mean it better be good honestly right uh February 12th the big movie of next month is Deadpool uh yeah, uh, already getting excited. good reviews. By the way, it is. Yep. Wow, uh, I'm glad they they kept it rated R this whole time, and uh, Ryan Reynolds have has been so behind this character, and I don't know. I, I feel like Deadpool is ready for the big screen, and I hope it's a ride. Yeah, I hope so too. It it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, next we have Zoolander two. Zoolander 1 is one of the funniest fucking stupid movies ever made. Yeah. Uh, there's so many great jokes. Is this a school for ants? <laughs> you know? Uh, 
Look at the black lung pop. <laughs> Which is funny because a girl at work coughed like that one day, and I was like, I think I got the black lung pop. And she was like, What are you talking about? And you were like, Oh. I was like dead inside because she didn't know. But, anyways, Zoolander 2 looks fun. Although there is a scene in there that makes me kind of sad. Mugatu makes out with the girl. <laughs> the, uh, the Russian girl? <laughs> the Russian girl. Yeah, the, the, um, she's from uh, Saturday Night Live. Mm. So she was the one from uh, the Skeleton Twins. Oh, oh, uh, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig, yeah. So he makes out with her, like, and his, like, bottom bitch is behind him. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Uh, I just remember when Mugatu comes out of that jail cell and he's like super buff and then he like rips it off and it's like in his uniform. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's, it's, it could be one of the funniest movies of the year. I think that if we all understand that we're going in to go see a stupid movie, we're going to have a blast. I just hope so. I really hope so. Oh my goodness. Um, so on Netflix, February 6th, 26th, the only reason I mention this is because the first one's really good, but we got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Do you have any hopes or prayers for this movie at um, all? Well, if it's Netflix produced, I think it will be good. Do you think so? It'll be pretty... Uh, it, what I've seen in trailers, it looks pretty chill. Yeah, it looks really good. I just... It, I think Netflix is, is bound to have something that's god-awful. I just hope it doesn't start with that one. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's just... I mean, it could. Oh, well, I mean, it already did Ridiculous 6, and that was pretty bad. But it was stupid bad. And Adam Sandler's, like, I heard, was signed on for two more movies with Netflix. I think it's a five-movie deal. Five movies? Ugh, Starting with Ridiculous disgusting. 6. Uh, that might be the only way Adam Sandler can make money from now on. Maybe, but it's just like, come on, Adam Sandler, make good shit. He made what? fucking... Spanglish is really good. Punch um, Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love is my favorite Adam Sandler movie of all time. And he, uh, One of my favorite Happy movies Gilmore? of all time. Happy Gilmore was even pretty good. Uh, he was he, he was not terrible in Click, too. I, I don't know. I have a soft spot for Click, maybe. I, I have to re-watch that one. It got maybe serious, I'm... but I think it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't really know how to rate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the, uh, March 8th, I believe. Yep, um, 18th. We have the, the new Divergent series, Allegiant. Allegiant. Starring uh, Jeff Daniels is in this. Have you heard that Jeff Daniels is in Allegiant? He's in this movie because... Uh, I Well, you haven't seen the Divergent series that I have. Um, but it's it's not as good as The Mockingjay. Or, sorry, um, Hunger Games. But it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's whatever. It's a future world and it's fighting. That's all it is. I, I, I kind of refuse. They're out of, they're out of the bubble that they're in. Now they're into a different land, and Jeff I'm, Daniel I'm runs it. I'm kind of done with these damn, like, uh, Harry Potter wannabe success story kind of situations. Like, Well, what's even worse is that they, I think they're thinking about um, making the last one, I think it's four, um, into two movies. And I'm just oh like, God. come on. Come on, Stop guys. Stop it. Like, it didn't work with Mockingjay. Harry Potter was the only time because the book has that much density. It does. It justifies it. Does it. To just, yeah. Um, but that, yeah, Allegiant looks, I'm not going to see the theaters. I've only seen the movies on DVD, mm. so I'm not going to go. I know our, we have a mutual friend, Eric, that likes the series, but mainly because it's just, it's an action flick, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's just, eh, I'm, I'm not super stoked. Uh, I'm super stoked for Jeff Daniels being in it, it might push me to actually watch this one. Kate Winslet was the only good part of the movies. Really? And then she died. She died in them? 
Well, she was spoiler a bad guy. Alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, sorry, guys. Um, she dated. So then we have probably the biggest movie of the third or first quarter of this year, okay. and that is Batman versus Superman. Can't fucking wait. Dawn to see of this Justice. Movie. Yep. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm not excited for uh, the fact that Doomsday's in it. No, um, neither. But, well, because you know. okay, when you title it Batman v Superman, you expect it to be a movie where it's Batman v Superman. <laughs> but there's the whole theory about how it's Batman and Superman. Five, you know, mm-hmm. where it's not versus Superman. You know, it's like they're kicking our asses over here. And apparently, uh, the Joker in Suicide Squad is not the Joker, the real Joker. It's Jason Todd. So it's like, what is real? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of mystery surrounding the Joker's new character, but I mean, I, I don't know. It could, it could be a really good movie. I'm starting to get annoyed with Zack Snyder. But moving on, uh, next we have John Favreau's jungle epic called the Jungle, jungle Book, Book. <laughs> uh, coming out April fifteenth. I think I would have been a better Ka than Scarlett Johansson. Um, I'm overall super excited for this movie. Uh, I feel like John Favreau's fucked up in the past. He's made up for it recently with Chef. Um, and chef is good yeah it's, it's not great but it's it. good i yeah. just th- there's been a live action jungle book before right yeah there has but i don't think it was any good i, I don't f- remember. I feel like i've seen it and i don't really remember it. and i remember watching fun fact i watched the cartoon version of the jungle book so many times um and one time i was it was already played and i had my my sister rewind it because vhs <laughs> uh-huh. and my mom fell on down the stairs and broke her ankle so, <laughs> watch out for the jungle book that'll <laughs> fuck you up yeah so um fun fact Hector is mortified by the jungle book now so I just I hope it's good I think I think it'll be good the, John Favreau's on the trailer where he was riding the bear blue in the river and he was whistling bear necessities mm-hmm. that was cool is that voiced by Bill Murray I believe I he think is so yeah yeah Bill uh-huh. Murray's the perfect guy to voice yeah. him yes. or John Goodman or John Goodman um Next, we have The Huntsman, Winter's War. Ah. If is this a prequel? I, I don't know what the fuck it is, honestly. And honestly, I'm a little I'm a little exhausted of these movies. It's April 22nd that this is coming out. But is it... I, okay, here's the thing, David. Have you even watched The Huntsman? I'm, I'm just exhausted from the trailers, man. As Jessica Chastain, though, I mean, who knows? Who uh, the first knows? Snow White and The Huntsman was actually pretty good. Um, it's not, like, good, like... Oh, yeah, you have to go watch this movie, but it's pretty good. I, I avoided it like the fucking plague. But um, when it comes to this one, it's Evil Sisters. Uh, obviously, Elsa's in it, but it's not Elsa. It's the Ice Queen or some shit like that, and it's Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is fantastic. Yeah. We so, just watched Sicario last night, finally. Yeah. Uh, thoughts and uh, thoughts on it? I thought it was great. I thought it was great, too, but we can't. Let's yeah, talk about it. Just a quick snippet review brought to you by Geico. Watch it. Um, no, <laughs> it's not brought to you by Geico. We're not sponsored or endorsed. 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 Induced by Geico. Um, next, we have the big movie of the first half of the year: uh, <laughs> Captain America: Civil War, May sixth. I am Avengers excited. three. I it hope it, well it follows the storyline. It's the not comics more so than we think so. Yeah, like, they don't have the X-Men. First of all, that's one of the catalysts, is mutants in general, that start the Civil War. Um, 
I don't know how big Spider-Man's part's going to be because he's not inherently famous in this universe right now. So him revealing himself as Peter Parker to the public, I don't know what that's even going to do for anybody. Holy uh, crap. Marissa but, Tomei is Aunt May. Really? Yeah. That's that's good casting. Is it, though? I think it's great. I, I love Marissa I love me Tomei. some Marissa Tomei, but Aunt May? Yeah. Yeah. It has to be that way. Hmm. It, it just has to be, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, This is a new discovery for me, just looking around. Uh, the Free State of Jones, May 13th. It's a Matthew McConaughey war epics taking place in the Civil War. And, uh, yeah, I'm down for Civil War action. How, how, how do you feel about Civil War action? Um, I have been on a really good ride with Matthew McConaughey. Ever since Mud, I'm like, okay. And then you got Dallas Buyers Club, where he's pretty freaking cool. Not as cool as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from Wall Street, but pretty damn cool. Yeah, Leo But then Interstellar was my favorite Matthew McConaughey movie so far. But there's that photo that you showed me. Of him in pulling some Civil kid. <laughs> Presumably his son could be. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't wanna say it because I'm not I'm not like a costume design or a costume know at all. Would you say that's a gray coat though? Yeah, he looks like he's from the South. I would say this looks like a gray coat. Check out the picture, just search Free State of Jones on Google. And there's a picture of him holding his kid and Sorry, from the north. He looks like a Confederate. Does he? Yeah, I would say that's a gray coat, man. I, I, but I'm not sure. Like, they had a lot of different styles depending on what state you were from. If you were from a smaller militia, so who knows? Who, hmm. who knows? I, I wasn't in the Civil. Were you in the Civil War? Um, I was born like right after that. Okay, me too. Relatively <laughs> speaking, <laughs> we were born after the uh, Spanish Civil War, more closely. But whatever. <laughs> um, next we have a Shane Black movie starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling called The Nice Guys. Um, he's trying to make it more like his original crime dramas, uh, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. How do you, how do you feel about Shane Black? I don't know. I don't know too much about that. I'd have to like see like a trailer or something about. I'm not. There there is a trailer for it. Uh, it looks pr- it looks legitimately funny. Uh, and I think this is a better out, uh, going for Shane Black than Iron Man 3 was, I would say. Um, that movie comes out on May 20th. May 20th is a pretty big week, actually. What, uh, is, can you, what is it about? Um, <clears throat> I'll read the thing. We totally uh, dug the red band. Or it's not really. Uh, it's part of movie, this movie phone thing. Um, I, got, I have something. 70s crime thriller comedy. I got a Go private ahead. eye investigates the apparent suicide of a fading porn star in the seventies, Los Angeles, and uncovers a conspiracy. Hmm. It could have this noir feel. Who knows? That would be. Cool. And that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, like looking at the first like feel of it, it does have like a. It's in the seventies, so it's not like it's not the noir time, but yeah. also Chinatown. I think was made in the seventies, mm-hmm. and that was like the new age noir for the seventies by Roman Polanski. Um, next we have the Angry Birds movie, which I don't think is going to be any good. I, they're, they're just milking the fucking cow. They're just milking the cow. And Mil- just milking like, that, that juice. And, but here's the thing about it. It's going to make a shit ton of money. I, I think it's going to be, um, the highest grossing animated feature of, uh, the first part of the year. I think so. But here's the thing. It has a lot of SNL, ex-SNL cast members, um, current on some of them, uh, but 
it's just like, does that ever work? You know, it it kind of does. Maybe uh, sometimes though. I just I feel like when really... you when you bring in a bunch of people who were SNL cast members, or you know, because there are a bunch of like they're adult comedy writers, you know. Yeah. So when you bring them in, you are are they setting the tone for a kids movie? You know. Uh, it's it's up. To, it might be a more adult take on a kids movie, like you know, uh, just trying to get more of the adult humor out there. But I, I don't know. I I I'm not. I'm not privy on the idea of an Angry Birds movie. I do like the fact that this year, as we'll get into later on, is the year for video game movies. If video game movies are ever going to make it big, this is the year. There's three <laughs> good good shots. What are they? Angry uh, Birds? Angry Birds, Warcraft, and Assassin's Creed. You think Warcraft's going to be good? Uh, I'm, I'm like... On an edge of a knife, man. Because I, it, I feel it's like so there's a scary. lot of heat for it right now. We'll go into it a little bit more because we're still in May. Uh, yeah, but uh, after that is the movie that we've all been waiting for. X-Men Apocalypse, That's May 27th. That's the one I can't freaking wait for. Okay, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I'm excited for Batman versus Superman. V Superman, excuse me. Uh, but uh, you know me. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about the X-Men. Yeah, we have, we're have we looking at this poster right now. It has Storm as, like, the main part, but a bunch of other heroes in the field. It, you know, X-Men is amazing. X-Men is amazing. And, and I and, feel like with with First Class, it's like the it's like the reboot of the franchise. Well, it is a reboot of the franchise, and it was good. But yeah. then you have Days of, the Future, Days of Future Past, which was... Even better. W- yeah, way better than we could all have anticipated. It's my favorite X-Men movie. Um, especially after X three, X three was like destroyed uh, everything. Wolverine, Wolverine well, the just, first Wolverine, the first Wolverine, yeah. Second Wolverine was a decent. Movie. Yeah, it was decent till the end. I'll always say that. I love the. Japan- I don't like Wolverine, Japanese and and, and that's why I really liked it too because it had that Their, whole, that hotel room. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was mm-hmm. the scene. Oh my god! Even gosh. like the house with like the cherry blossoms and you know like it's, mm, it's a, a beautiful aesthetic. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't it, know why Americans don't film in Japan all the goddamn time, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> or in DC. <laughs> in well, we always film in DC. Well, yeah, but it, like Days of Future Past was <laughs> in goddamn DC. <laughs> um, uh, next, we have a movie. I'm sure we both don't like the idea of this or not excited for but tim burton's else through the looking glass may 27th we saw that the teaser trailer already came out already and it looks like it's an alice in wonderland tim burton movie it's like tim burton calm the fuck down we get it you're you're fucking weird you know who i would have loved to have seen do um alice in wonderland guess uh uh, director wise oh director wise oh shit Guillermo del Toro. That's exactly who. <laughs> God, Guillermo. Well, he already did. It's called Pan Slapperth. I know. That's what see, like, like, that's the kind of Alice in Wonderland I would love to. Because, I mean, Pan Slapperth is kind of Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. The little it's girl so is the beautiful. main character. And, I mean, yeah, it's in Spanish, but fuck yeah, you know? It's, a, it's, it's such a beautiful movie. I just think that when you come off of a, a mystical movie like, like Pan's Labyrinth, and then you try to show us... Something like Alice in Wonderland, or or what, it was called Alice in Wonderland, right? The first one. Yeah, yeah. Tim Burton. Tim Burton's yeah. Alice in Wonderland, and it just it's kind of like, I want something that looks real but isn't. You know what I mean? But all the CGI just takes you away from it. You know. Here's here's my biggest question for the theater looking glass. I thought we already had that movie. 
last time because wasn't Alice in Wonderland the Tim Burton one more of a sequel to the original Alice in Wonderland so what what do we need this movie for yeah, well, what did we need the last movie for I, I don't understand it like okay if Tim Burton did her origin tale like I was hoping it was going to be mm-hmm. and I mean there's there's a lot of iconic characters in it and just calm the fuck down on the artistic style it would have been a fantastic film yeah um, and then also funny tidbit about Through the Looking Glass guess whose last movie that is Alan fucking Rickman's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the his, caterpillar, huh? Yeah, he's the fucking caterpillar. Damn. It's sad, but, I mean, boy, kind of a shitty way to go out, you know? Yeah. I, well, <laughs> 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 I guess so. Now that you say it like that, I do, I kind of agree. But, I mean, it's a good character for him. I'm sure he'll sucks. be great again. I mean, that's probably the only best part of it, his voice. Um. Next, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, June 3rd. Hey. Hey, don't make fun. Rocksteady and uh, Bebop. Bebop is going to be in it. Um, yeah, I have to be careful what I say because the internet might slaughter me. They might find where I live and kill me. Yeah. Um, but have you seen the first five minutes of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live action one with Michael Bay? Because I did. I saw the first five minutes and mm-hmm. I turned it off. <laughs> I, I, I was first really excited for it, and then... The trailers kept on going. I'm like, this is not going to be good. I'm going to stay away from this movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I stayed away from it, and I'm kind of glad I did. Yeah, life is better with not watching it. Yeah. But there's one thing about this movie that I really want to watch it, and that is the fact that the turtle truck has the fucking man, man, uh, manhole cover shooter. <laughs> I remember the show having that, and, and the, the toy. toys, the <laughs> toys with the little foam ones yeah. that shoot out. They're like, click, click, click. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know they're going to fucking remake that freaking truck again. Pretty sure it's already on... It's, it's on the trailer. Oh, well, you mean the toy? The toy, yeah. Yeah. Um, now we have uh, Now You See Me, too. June 10th. I watched, now I didn't see the first one. I I did see about, like, I would say 75% of it, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Was it bad? It was terrible. Mm. Um, a lot of people liked it, though, and I don't, I don't understand. Question, were they ma- magic people? Like, were they, like, okay, it's that, like, that sounded bad. That was stupid. Were they actual, like... Wizards? No, they were they were like heist people. So they, they were also really they, good at, but they were really good at magic and shit. Uh, yeah, mm. they were just doing a crazy heist, but with magic. It it's kind of like uh, if the Illusionist, not the Prestige, but the Illusionist mm. was a bad movie or worse movie, I should say. Um, I see. One thing that people are like, yes, this movie's going to be awesome, is Daniel Radcliffe's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because he was like, he's in the trailer. He's like. Was that okay? Or something like that? He did a trick and he was like, oh. But here's the thing. They did it wrong or something like that. Daniel Radcliffe might carry this movie to being a good movie. It might be better than the first. Who knows? I don't know. Daniel Radcliffe is one of those, like, he's not a hit or miss actor. He's like a just good. Yes. But he does know real magic. (laughs) (laughs) J.J. Rowling taught him. Oh my god. (laughs) I was like, he does? (laughs) Okay, so here's the the thing that we were talking about earlier, but we got Warcraft June 10th. Okay. And, um, for those that know the lore of this movie, uh, well, first of all, it's directed by Duncan Jones, who, uh, directed Moon and Source Code. Oh, well, Moon is a really good movie. Uh, yeah, Moon is fantastic. Sam Rockwell kills it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
here, here's where I'm at on this movie. It can go one of two ways. It could be like the Planet Apes with the orcs, you know, where uh, the yeah. CGI is so super believable and you get really invested in these characters, but you don't give a shit about the humans. That's true. Um, the thing that, the only thing that I don't like about Planet of the Apes, um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, is that it was too... Like, it was such a prequel movie. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it was just like... It, I mean, it's supposed movie. to, like, it's supposed to, like, set you up for the next movie. And the, the uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But Rise of the Planet of the Apes, like, it like it was the precursor to it, but it was just okay. Yeah. It, Is this one going to be okay? In my opinion, of knowing some of the Warcraft lore, I don't think they have the storyline where it should be. It's a logical place to start for... Like those that are new to it, because it is the war against uh, the orcs and the humans, which is what the first game centered on. But I think it should have been about the downfall of Arthas, which is the, the Lich, Lich King. King. Yeah, I think that would have been a lot more entertaining, and it kind of has that uh, Shakespearean character aspect of tragedy. Mm. And I, I think that's where it should have went. Yeah, I can see that. Who knows? I mean, what if we like it? You know, who knows? Uh, we might. It might be our favorite movie of the year, and I would be <laughs> like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, but I, I am so worried about it, nonetheless. Um, next, we have Central Intelligence, which we have uh, Kevin Hart and uh, The Rock. Ugh! Didn't they already team up before? I thought they did. I think there's. It was this marketing campaign for this movie. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Uh, that's June 17th, but it's going to lose against the big movie that's coming out June 17th, Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Now, here's the thing. I'm not the hugest Finding Nemo fan. Which is weird to me, because Finding Nemo is really good. It's just like, I feel like I need to watch it again, maybe. I don't know. Like, I I heard this uh, theory that uh, if you watch the movie and you think that Nemo was dead the whole time, and it's a figment of imagination, and Dory just goes along with it, it's a better movie. <laughs> it's about, like, uh, idea of grief and uh, Marvin, Marlin, or whatever. Kind of like when they just when, when you remove all the scenes of the emotions in uh, um, Inside Out, and it's just a little girl moving to a new city and her, like, sadness taking over. Kind of like that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Except that movie would be really, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> you get two movies for the price of one for Inside Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next we have uh, Independence Day Resurrection. You know, I'm sorry. I know you were saying that, but now that you said that, I kind of understand why you like it so much. You know what I mean? Like thinking about Inside Out as two different movies happening in the same like part. I, you know, I have a little bit more respect for that. I mean, that's a good value for your buck. But also, they're really well-directed, well... Yeah. Like, they touch on the motions perfectly. I feel like the voice cast was perfect. But anyways, oh, yeah. this is not about Inside Out. It's okay. We'll have an in-depth Inside Out review <laughs> um, on our... Uh, sometime in the future, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> on, uh, if you want an Inside Out review, as I, as I should say, leave it in the comments. I will definitely do one. Whole episode devoted to it. Um, Independence Day Resurgence is next on June 24th. Right. And this movie, uh... This this movie I have high hopes for. The thing is, when it comes to a bunch of movies nowadays where the trailer kind of shows everything that's going to happen, you can go either way. One, it's going to go great. Two, it's going to go bad. And I just think I'm, I'm aligning myself towards the middle so that I don't get disappointed and then I don't get excited. Or, I mean... 
you know, too yeah. excited for it before I see it. I as long as this movie is on par with I would say this year's or last year's Jurassic World, I will be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. But I'm already entering in with that thought. Like I don't have a Jurassic Park to compare it to. Right. You know. Yeah. So it, I I have a little bit of a high hopes. It could be this year's like. Hey, as long as the lead actress is not running around in high heels the whole damn time. Yeah. Seriously. Um, I'm I'm disappointed Will Smith's not in it, but at the same time I'm like fuck Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, he doesn't I want kinda, to be in an Independence Day movie. Fuck him. I I kind of wanted him to be in it to be honest because he's the main part of the first movie. Like he is the first Independence movie. Day was one of the movies that made his career. It did. Yeah, true. And then I think his character got killed off, and I, I and if I remember correctly, he made a statement about how he wished this character would have died a more heroic death. So it's pretty interesting to see how he does die in the movie, because I don't know yet. Um, next we have The Legend of Tarzan, directed by David Yates, July 1st. David Yates directed the last few Harry Potter movies, and... is directing uh, what we'll talk about later, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. And where to find him. Um, it could go either way for me. Uh, I, I'm not super excited for this. Mm, uh, me either. I'm more I, excited for The Jungle Book, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Tarzan, not so much. And to be honest, uh, who's directing Tarzan? Oh yeah, David Yates. That's right. I was oh, thinking. I was Margot mentioned. Robbie's in it. Margot Robbie is gonna be Jane. Yes, but I think that that character Jane is not it's to see her where she's gonna go from in Suicide Squad to this, or from this to Suicide Squad is too much of a leap for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like it. It shows a lot of range in her, I think, but I think she'll be stepping down as a strong, independent black woman. What? Yeah, I know I said it. Okay. Uh, this is Margot Robbie's year, by the way. We'll go into that a little bit more later on. Um, next, we have The Big Fucking Guy, or BFG, directed <laughs> by Steven Spielberg. And um, I feel like from the trailer that I got an old-school Steven Spielberg vibe. For yeah, me. it had, like, that whole... I, uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of a Hugo. Like, the... Mis- like the Yeah, yeah, I know. The, like, the, the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um... I don't know. I don't know. I, BFG sounds kind of weird as a movie title for me, uh, even for Steven Spielberg. And I know he's done a lot of, you know... He apparently like he's he watching this dude this movie since the book came out or something. Huh. Like crazy. I mean, E.T., you know? like mm-hmm. that's, It could be that E.T. story that we all have missed for, yeah. since Super 8. Super 8 was... With, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, next we have uh, Melissa McCarthy in Ghostbusters, <laughs> July 15th. We, Okay, look, Melissa McCarthy is is that actress that like is funny, and but she doesn't just do funny for funny. Like, yeah, we all saw Hot Pursuit. I think that was her. And then yeah, I, I haven't Hot seen Pursuit Spy. Was not her. No, who's you're Hot thinking Pursuit? of Spy? I'm thinking. Well, there's Spy, and then there's the one with um, her and uh, Sandra Bullock. That's Heat. Heat. Sorry. The Heat. The Heat. Not Heat. By, but the uh, Heat was funny. It wasn't like the best movie, but. I think with this one, like, they had a little bit more control, and I think that when you get, like, comedy writers and comedy actors together, like, like right now, I think they'll try to at least grasp the, esp- grasp the essence of Ghostbusters. What I'm worried about on this is Melissa McCarthy needs not to be the same character. I, and so this is one of those weird times that I hope she comes out as, like, a character archetype from the past, and that's Bill Murray's character. Yeah, okay. I I hope she's just like that. And then um, I can't wait till she does like, her own um, uh, 
We also have Kristen Wiig. If uh, anyone's worrying me in this, in, in any actress in, in this movie, it's Kristen Wiig. Um, I really like Skeleton, tw- her and Skeleton Twins, um, because there was like that deep, dark, emotional trauma that she was going through. Mm-hmm. But did you? I, I I know that I noticed it really easily. But she broke character a lot yeah. on film, and I'm just like, why didn't they do the take again? You she know? was much better in The Martian. If that means anything. Uh, yeah, she was. But she wasn't in it very much. She was just being a bitch the whole time. But <laughs> she was really good at that. <laughs> but um, um, but before we continue, um, what was that movie called with uh, Bill Murray and uh, Scarlett Johansson? Oh, uh, Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. I can't. Sorry, I was lost in translation. Um, yeah, you read the but, original title but I in think Japanese. If she is the Bill Murray esque, I would love to see her in like a Lost in Translation esque film later in her life too you know what I'm saying yeah I, I mean I would be okay with that um next we have really controversial trailer for this movie but it was Star Trek Beyond if you haven't seen this trailer check it out it's July 22nd um this is directed by Justin Lin which a lot of people are really mad about because he is not a sci-fi director he's always been the Fast and Furious guy um I don't know the trailer was terrible the trailer was terrible. I hated it. And you could tell it was the director from Fast and Furious. Yeah. But, according to what Simon Pegg said during one of the premieres for Star Wars or something, he was on uh, on record of saying, like, for those that are Star Trek fans, don't go buy this trailer. Go buy what the actual movie is, because there's a lot more Star Trek in this movie than the trailer shows. Yeah. I mean, I just think that the trailer was trying too hard. Yeah, I was trying to hearken more towards, I don't know, whenever I'm, like, whenever I view Star Trek, there's t- two elements to it. There's the Kirk element, and then the uh, Spock element. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always the fun action side to it, and then the logical, methodical science fiction part. And I felt like this trailer was a Kirk trailer. Uh, I guess, yeah, I can understand why you see it that way. I mean, I just hope it's not fucked up. I mean, one of the things that worried me, too, is when... Um, when J.J. Abrams got slotted for uh, Star Wars, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. um, I remember watching a, a, a an interview with the characters um, that play Spock and um, Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the character, guy that plays Spock. Wow. I'm, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto, Quinto. And he was like, yeah, you know, we just found out that he's not directing the next Star Wars movie. He's Star Trek. Or Star Trek movie. And... He's going to go on to Star Wars, and we know that he's going to be amazing, but we're kind of worried about what's going to happen to <laughs> Star Trek, and well, he was kind of candid about it. And um, It's a fair thing to be candid about, I'll tell you that. If your actors are worried about who the director is going to be, and it turns out it's Justin Lin, it will, that, will that, you know, come through film, you know? I, I I think Paramount is really did a really bad job getting Justin Lin. I feel... Yeah, but, I mean, I wonder what conversations they had to have to make sure that they got him on track to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder who the writers are, if they are at least retaining the writers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's going to be the big thing. It might be an action movie, like, at, at its core, but as long as it has some of that science fiction, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have Born 5, which is not named yet, just Born 5, uh, for July 29th. Paul Greengrass uh, is back. That's good. Um, and Matt Damon is back. I mean that might that might mean that it's going to be good to be honest. Honestly, there's a uh, there's a picture on here of the movie uh just filming and it looks hardcore. It does. 
You know, I mean, uh, I give Matt Damon a lot of shit, but he's a good actor. You know, he is, and he'll he'll delve into his roles. I just don't like them. Well, this is his, the character that made him, like, you know, a person. Like, to really be reckoned with, because he, you know, he can punch people. Yeah. Um, next, we have the movie that uh, I recently added to the top of my list for the most anticipated oh. movie of the year. Yeah, the trailer recently came out that is just freaking amazing. Suicide Squad, Suicide August Squad. 5th. We have a crazy cast in this. We have every everyone from Jared Leto Academy Award winner to bottom of the bottom Jai Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> this movie looks uh, fucking amazing. Oh, and man. we were talking, I mean, this is super early to say this, but we were talking after the trailer, Margot Robbie might be up for an anom. I figured she would be, because if somebody's going to play uh, Harley Quinn, it's it's going to be her. Yeah, seriously. Because, I mean, she was amazing Wolf of Wall Street, but you can ha- she had that twinge that must, that it's needed for Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. So when we yeah. found out that, I, when I found out, I was like a giddy little bitch about it, because I was like, fuck yeah. She's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. She, she deserved an Oscar nomination for her performance. In Wolf of Wall, Wolf Street. Wall Street, to be honest. From but. this trailer, she looks like she's going to get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Um, next, we have Pete's Dragon, which I don't know a lot about. It's a Wes Bentley. Or, uh, it's Bryce Dallas Howard, Robert Redford, Wes Bentley. It's a uh, live action and animation. It's like it's supposed to be... The remake of Pete's Dragon, is that? Yeah, it's like a remake. Uh, it's supposed to harken back to old Disney days where they put the am- animation Anim- in the live action. Yeah. Which, if they do it right, it's going to be a freaking amazing movie. You know? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that we have another Mary Poppins here, but... The the thing is, though, when you go from one style of animation from the old style, you know how, like, it, for Pete's Dragon's sake, you know? <laughs> Did you get it? Um, <laughs> you can't... Then you go to, like, a movie where you do have CGI and the actors do work well with it. Like, it looks real. So, like, how do you film the... Well, do the fine line of that kind of animation and CGI? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how is it going to look? Is it going to come out great? I think it's going to look brilliant. I don't know. I'm more concerned about the storyline. Okay, yeah. Because Disney is so damn good at it. I feel like this... Because I've seen the... um, the, when they announced that Peace Dragon was going to be remade, because um, it was like an it was like an EA announcement kind of thing. They were like, when they announced new video games, like they were like, Peace Dragon's coming back, and people were like, woo, like what the fuck, why Peace Dragon, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think that it's gonna be the start of a new age of animation. I I hope it. I I hope we start uh, departing from like the uh, the CGI animation and go back to hand drawn and incorporate the live action that would be cool you know? yeah yeah the only thing that it does is makes you really fucking confused at the academy awards now more than ever because there is both animation and best picture so <laughs> you're just going to be like well where does this fit in cuz that wasn't around with Mary Poppins that was a pretty recent category um next hmm. we have what's called sausage party i just read about this uh august 12th it's a raunchy R-rated animated film about one hot dog's quest to discover the truth about his existence. Now, you, normally, I would read this and be like, this is a throwaway movie. It's voiced by Seth Rogen. It's written by Seth Rogen <laughs> and Evan Goldberg. I think we have a sausage party on our hands. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, when Seth Rogen and... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg. Okay. When they get together, they tend to make good movies. Good comedy, slapstick high have to be high to watch yeah. movies 
And it all started with Superbad. Superbad's well, so good. 40-Year-Old Virgin. Well, I would say, yeah, 40-Year-Old Virgin is like that staple. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I, 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 I'll watch it. Um, I don't know how I don't know too much it. about it. I'm a little... I'm not really excited because, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of... Uh, I am a fan, and I did say that I really liked this movie, and I did say that I liked it better than... Uh, Pineapple Express, but but I've 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 eaten my words, and I'm not a big fan as much of Pineapple Express of the movie. What's that movie called? What are you talking about? The, <laughs> uh, the one that came out on Christmas Day. The, oh, uh, the uh, fuck! It, it came out like uh, shit. The interview. The interview. God, Sorry, everybody. Wow. Yeah, and we're that, doing kind of what it would be to do an interview right now. Yeah, seriously. We should be on our shit. We should be on our shit. <laughs> um, next, we have the remake of The Magnificent Seven, which I could tell you by its release date, there's not a lot of hope for it. September 23rd. Ooh. We have Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the director of Training Day. So it does have a little promise there, but I don't know. It's, it's coming out this September, so. Yeah. I don't know. It could be good. It could be bad. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you think about it, because we're, we're kind of like, ah, fuck it. We're like, skip the next one. Um, Inferno is next, directed by, I don't know if Rob, uh, Ron Howard's back. Um, doesn't say on here. Uh, it's it's another Robert Langdon Da Vinci Code movie. Mm. And uh, supposedly I've heard it's the last one. It's going to be based off of the Inferno book. Instead of Lost Symbol, which chronologically would be next after, well, technically it's all out. It's all out of fucking order right now anyways. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I I, I do. It's about, uh, so they're in Florence and uh, it has to deal with Dante's Inferno. Mm. There is a, uh, it's about a virus, basically. I don't want to give too much away because I actually read this book. Mm. And um, yeah, it's interesting. Like. Mm. Ain't going to lie, but if Ron Howard's not back, I don't know how excited I yeah. would be. Yeah. <clears throat> um, next, uh, for those that want to see it, there's another Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, October 21st. Um, Jack Reach for your keys. Yeah, get out of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, into November, where which is the moment. The time. We, yeah, the moment. Uh, Doctor Strange, November 4th. Uh, you know, I'm excited about the release type date because I think they're kind of shooting for a good movie. Uh, yeah, uh, the last Marvel movie, though, to be released in November, I believe, was Thor The Dark Dark World. Um, but this one has Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. Oscar-nominated actor. Uh, a brilliant actor in general, because yeah. he's, he's really good, to be honest. And he's, he's a badass. And mm-hmm. also, Doctor Strange is like the perfect role for him. I mean, I'm not going to say it's an Oscar, uh, Oscar movie, like, in the slightest, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he turned out a really good performance and got nominated. Yeah, I just wonder how Marvel is it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because Marvel isn't really into magic. Yeah. As it is into, like... The real mutants, stuff. Like, the mutants... Like, if they're a mutant, they use their abilities. It's not magic. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like magic. It looks like what it would be if they used it. But this is magic. You know what I mean? And the photo stills, and I, and, and I uh, have Newsweek mm-hmm. um, sent to my house, and there was a cover of, you know, Doctor Strange, and it had some of the stills, and it was kind of cool, because it was like, it looked like real magic. It looked like Enchantress. Uh, oh, okay. You know what From I mean? Suicide From Suicide Squad. Squad. And 
it had that feel. So I'm like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for it. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm always down for the superhero movie, especially the origin ones. And I am a cummer bitch. <laughs> Last thing I was expecting you to say. <laughs> the Alan Turner cummer bitch. Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so November 18th. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. That's the... Where do you find them? November 18th. That's where you <laughs> find them. Oh, man. Well, see, here's the thing. Eddie Redmayne is a great actor, and, well, he's going to do great. That's what I think. And J.K. Rowling penned the script. So it's yeah. like, what? Uh, could J.K. Rowling be on uh, on the docket for a writing nomination? I, you know, uh, I, I think it's... a great writer. I think it's too soon to, to say that, but... I think this is opening a lot of doors for her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If she became, like, a film script writer in general, that would be awesome. Yeah. Anything she did, I would watch. Um, and then we have Marijuana, or Moana. Moana. Uh, November 23rd. <laughs> this is the new Disney princess that we were talking about the yes. other day. I really like that Disney is expanding their universe. Because um, we do, we get a lot of white... Okay, look. They're not... They're white. The Frozen was... More of like a like a what like a Switzerland um, kind of like it's nor uh nor, nor uh, Norway I think uh, uh yeah but it's it's, it's a cold the, fucking places up yeah there, the cold man. places up there I mean but like there's there needs to be more diversity within our princesses and a lot of people are more demanding it and you know it's America the mm-hmm. di- you know the diverse are taking over we we are the uh, melting pot as it was yeah and yeah. people of color of are are kind of asking for something like this and and to be honest i'm really excited for a, i would be a, a mexican disney princess cuz to be there's a lot of us around <laughs> you know yeah I mean? there is well here's here's my question about this movie is king kamehameha going to be in this oh i don't know i don't think so that's, that's where I'm that's at. dragon ball z right I don't know. No, King Kamehameha was the uh, fucking uh, Hawaiian I'm, I'm king. I'm thinking of Queen Lulukulani. Lulukulani? Lulukulani? like that? The last queen of Hawaii? I don't know who that is. Queen Lulukulani? Maybe, I don't know my history. Mio Kawakiwiki. Lulukulani? I don't know. If you know the queen's name and how to pronounce it, please send us a video of how to pronounce it. Yeah, we're murdering it right now, guys. I'm sorry. Um, next we have my second most excited movie of the year, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. December sixteenth. This is about how they got the Star Wars, uh, the Death the, Star plans. Yes, and it's it's told from the you know the Rebel point of view, and it's supposed to be more of a war film mm-hmm. instead of a Star Wars film in quotation marks. I just I'm I'm like I really like the Force Awakens, but I what I really love about that movie are a lot of like the the flying ships and the fighting the mm-hmm. uh, Poe. But yeah. know, so I think Poe won't be in this. Rogue One, I think, is gonna be, well. Yeah, he, it's, it's a prequel, right? Prequel to yeah. prequel for everything. Poe is not even a born yet in his mommy's eyes. Yeah, it, it's way before that. But like, I feel like it's gonna be what Force Awakens touched on. You know what I mean? So I think this year we're going to be getting a lot of freaking action in this movie. But to be honest, there's always a balance. Too much action, not a lot of character development and dialogue. Yeah. So And Gareth it... Edwards has always showed, shown that he's not very good at balancing that already with Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla's fantastic. It's just that uh, Aaron Johnson is terrible. Yeah. And Brian Cranston died in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, but this movie has Felicity Jones. Okay, yeah. Um, and it also, uh, 
you know, it could have Wedgentiles. You know, Wedgentiles is the only ace starfighter of Star Wars. He could, you know, he's a badass. He's like Poe, but better. I wonder if he's going to play him. Yeah, if he isn't, he might not be. I, w- hmm. I hope so. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's. It, I'm really excited for it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to have an opening crawl. These are all questions that are going through my head, you know? I want, I do if it's a Star Wars story, then I think it... But it's not be. an episode. Um, next, we have... Uh, or are you doing research? I'm looking to see if anybody's named Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> he would be awesome to be in there. You Who, know? What does he look like? What is the original Wedge? Uh, he's like kind of... Like, he has a round face, a very round he's face. He's a bigger guy? A little bigger. Not too big. I'm like this... Uh, yeah, I don't see anybody that probably would be Wedge. I don't know. I, Diego Luna. <laughs> we'll see a trailer and probably know right away. Because I don't know if he was involved with the Death Star plans. Like, the, there's no, like, extended universe on it. Even if there was, it could be no more canon than anything else that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have Assassin's Creed. Oh! December 21st. I just hope it doesn't suck. Well, guess who's in this? I know who's in this. What's his name? Marion Coutier. Oh, what? Yep. Really? And Michael Fassbender. Mar- who's Marion Coutier going to be? Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> so here's, uh, a, here's this is the last chance of giving a video game movie <laughs> a chance. The first movie I ever fell asleep to. Oh, uh, Prince of Persia? Yep. Sands of Time? With I died. Jake Gyllenhaal? I freaking died. Uh, Michael Fassbender has shown that he cares about the properties he, do, he does that are more genre picks, first of all. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited that he's really super excited about it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never played the games, but he read the script, and he said it was really fluid, and he's super excited to do this movie. Yeah. And then Marion Coutillard could really help out this movie a lot, too. Yeah. But that... if this movie does not work, get the fuck out of here from now on. <laughs> like, get out of here. Video game movies, they don't work. I want to tell you something, though. Marion Coutillard doesn't attach herself to shitty movies. That's the thing. She's a, she may be a one-time Oscar winner, and, well, she's multiple Oscar nom, but, nominee, but she doesn't attach herself to shit. She attaches herself to characters that have, like, a serious amount of depth. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, maybe, because I, I don't see her just playing as a love interest, or, like, I see her portraying, like, someone badass, kind of like Talia. Yeah. I could see her playing, like, because if this movie deals with the Altair... They're going to be in, like, the Damascus, Jerusalem kind of setup. It would be cool to see Marion Coutillard as a Damascian princess or some shit mm. that he has to assassinate. But he finds out, like, at the last minute that she's really cool, you know? <laughs> and, like, fuck, I don't want to assassinate her, but I'm going to have to. Doesn't um, doesn't uh, Assassin's Creed have, like, a, a girl in it where, like, she helps him? Um, Not with the Altair stuff he's kind of like a loner uh it's more Ezio has like a wife at one point mm-hmm. yeah, and stuff like that uh next we have passengers which i don't know a lot about um okay i know about it so oh. it's about um, december 21st by the way they're they're traveling from a space station they're traveling to a different planet i think mm-hmm. and uh all these people are asleep and one person is accidentally awakened early and it's chris pratt's character and in the thing, it's supposed to be about um, him deciding to wake up another person so he's not alone for the rest of his life. Because it's 80 years. Like, that's 80 years of traveling, and people are in this sleep. Oh, so, so he's... He, he's gonna die. He can't, he can't 
Wow. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> like it's it's like um Oscar Interstellar Bates? where it's like Who's directing it? Um someone I forgot. But it's like Interstellar where like they, you know, go to sleep for long periods of time and then they wake up and then they're like kind of like the same, you know? Uh, let me check who's directing this. I'm really curious, but like I, I can see Chris Pratt trying to run for an Oscar right now. Like that sounds like an Oscar type of movie. I feel like it's an Oscar bait for Jennifer Lawrence, though. Yeah, that too. Um, which is this much... is the first movie that she does a actual sex scene and she does a sex scene with him. Nice. So it's gonna be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, me, I'm almost there. Boom, film, boom. 2016 <laughs> film. <laughs> Okay, it's directed by Morton Tildum. Morton uh, Tildum, that's right. Uh, he did. Um, he did something. The movie year. with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. The Imitation game. Imitation yeah. game. Yeah. He got nominated for an Oscar for that, which I disagreed with him getting nominated. If you remember, but yeah, I remember. God, I Chris know. Pratt's finally getting a really good role. It's going to be set in space. Chris Pratt's the lead character with uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and they have sex in space, which yes. sounds great to me. I think it sounds great to everybody in America. <laughs> <laughs> You're here to hear, folks. Um, trying so, to pick up the list again. Um, also, uh, another movie coming out, well, might be this year. Everyone's saying it's definitely going to be this year. But it's uh, Martin Scorsese's new film. Um, it's called Silence. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm always down for a Scorsese We're film. not allowed to talk about that. Why are we not allowed to talk about Silence? It's called Silence. Oh, we have to be silent about Silence? Yeah, we can't. Um, next, about it. Miss Peregrine's Home for Pe- Peculiar Children. Let's just skip that because it looks dumb. It's Tim Burton uh, with like Eva said, Green. It looks, it looks like Oscar bait with Eva Green. I'm <sighs> down for Eva Green re- winning an Oscar. Her name's Ava. It's Eva. It's Ava Green. And then uh, to s- knock out the year, we have another Bad Santa, December 25th. I haven't even seen the first Bad Santa. It's alright. I don't like raunchy shit like that. It's it's funny because like you'll get all raunched out. That's it. That's the oh, last oh, movie. Okay. That's like yep. super. The, the Oscars are, ones are not released until after like Sundance. Like those are all, always limited. But yeah, this movie. I mean, it could be good. Yeah. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's back. I well, I disagree. I don't think. Uh, uh, I'm I just like. Know. You know, I feel like people need to stop making remakes on some a lot of movies, and they just make need to make original stuff. This is a sequel. I know. Well, sorry, not remakes, sorry, sequels. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. It's been an off day, for guys, if you know, if, if you can't already tell. Um, but, like, really, Bad Santa 2? Like, 15 years after the original? Not really 15, but seriously. It's, it's, it's been a long time. Like, 10, really. So, yeah, that that was this year's most anticipated movies for both of us, and some that aren't, just kind of like just the schedule yeah, of what's going like on. Yeah, just what's going on this year, yeah. Um, let us know what you're excited for, because um, there's a lot that I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm really excited for more about the action stuff this year. There are, so, I don't know any of the names of um, a couple of the, like, the Oscar bait movies that are coming out later this year, but Sundance is happening right now, and there are some, some things that I read a couple uh, articles about. There's a movie called, uh, uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but it has Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. And they're stranded on an island together, and I think Paul, I think Daniel Radcliffe's dead, and oh, sure. um, so yeah, that's about it. Uh, and I'm really excited for that one. Uh, Nick Jonas is in an Oscar bait ish movie too from Sundance. Uh, I will be damned. It's a, but it's a it's a um, it's a it's about a fraternity hazing, so it's like I think it's like a trial and 
kind of thing where they like they get caught and they mm. go to jail kind of stuff. So I think it has that kind of feel. Um, I would be damned. And then that there's a movie coming out with um, uh, Heath Ledger's baby mama. Me- no, she got a nomination for playing Marilyn Monroe. Oh, uh, fuck, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams, yeah, she's coming out in a movie. Uh, in Sundance too that looks really good and I forget what it's called because I don't have the article with me but everyone's really excited about Michelle uh, Williams Williams hmm. but, yeah, but let me tell you Michelle Williams is a really great actress oh yeah, she, yeah. Well, she's, she's been nominated she's before multiple times so I mean let us know what you think seriously yeah. put it in the comments about Michelle Williams coming back find us on the internet someplace we need to talk about who needs to come back we could do a whole episode about that. Yeah, man. we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. I'm Hector. I'm David. And we'll see you later. Yes.